Always nervous when you pull out props, Sean. What is this? This is a wheelbarrow. When I went on a mission trip to Haiti back in 1996, about 22 years ago, uh, we used these because we were building a school. And so what we had to do is we had to dig out the footers for the foundation of the school. They were uh, about 180 feet long, 18 inches wide, 18 inches deep. And we had to dig them by hand. Uh, and so what we would do is we'd use our shovels. And, and by we, I mean me. Uh, I did this. I know I'm not the manliest of men, but believe me, this trip I was. So I, I, we're digging uh, uh, the, the footers, and we'd put the, the dirt in the wheelbarrow, and then somebody would pick up the wheelbarrow and move it. Because if we had to move all of that dirt by hand, you know, one shovel full at a time, I'd still be down in Haiti digging footers for this school. But we used a wheelbarrow to help us carry the burden, to carry the dirt. And not only that, but the Haitians uh, were, they were, they're hardy people. I mean, they are hard-working folks. Um, it was 99 degrees in the shade every day, in the shade, 99 degrees. And these guys are out there mixing concrete on the ground to pour for the foundation of these footers. And so uh, they're out there, and they've got long pants and long sleeve shirts on. Like I said, it's 99 in the shade, and we're surrounded by ocean. I mean, it's hot, and it's humid, the sun is bearing down, and, and it's crazy. And they're sitting there singing and worshiping and, and, and just mixing. They're taking uh, sand and rock and concrete and water, and they're mixing it on the ground, and they would take it and they'd put it in the wheelbarrow, and they're just happy as can be. And, and us folks from America are almost, you know, ready to pass out because it's so hot and, and the work is so hard. And, and you're just, come on, guys, let's go. And it's like, dude, this is crazy. But they would fill it up. They'd fill the wheelbarrow up with, with uh, concrete, and Pastor Sean would pick it up and take it over and dump it in the footer and bring it right back. And, and we, we invent things like wheelbarrows to help us carry loads, to help us carry burdens. And, and this morning, uh, I want to talk about carrying burdens and, and how we can help each other carry our burdens. You know, it, it, like I said, if I had to move all that concrete by hand, one shovel full at a time, I'd still be doing it. But we invent tools to help us carry burdens and carry loads. And I think that in the church, we need to learn how to carry each other's burdens and to carry each other's loads and to help each other in our times of need. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We started a series a couple weeks ago uh, called Heart Matters. And this series is all about how um, we need to uh, fulfill the last command of Jesus. And the last command Jesus gave his disciples was to love one another as he has loved us. To love one another as he has loved us. And when it comes to uh, fulfilling this command to, lo to love one another as he has loved us, uh, we're looking at some practical ways that we can do that. And so one of the ways that we talked about doing that is when we can accept one another, that we need to accept one another as Christ has accepted us. That how has Jesus accepted us? He's accepted us in our faults, our failures, our weaknesses, and our sins. And we need to accept one another in our faults, our failures, our weaknesses, and our sins. Jesus never asks anyone to be perfect when they come to church. Jesus never asks anyone to be perfect when they come to him for salvation or forgiveness. No, he says, come to me and I will clean up your act. You don't have to clean up your act to come to me. I will clean up your act when you come to me. 
And when you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, by believing in Him and turning away from sin and repentance, confessing your faith and getting baptized, God washes away all your sins. And he, and he begins that process of changing you from the inside out and making you look more like His Son, Jesus, in the way that you love, serve, and forgive other people. And, and, and here at GSCC, we have a very simple mission statement. We're all about helping people follow Jesus. And we want to help you do that, to look more like Jesus in the way that you love, serve, and forgive other people, and in the way that you love God. Now, when it comes to uh, this idea of uh, accepting one another, we need to accept one another as Christ has accepted us. We need to, to uh, submit to one another. That's another thing we looked at was the importance of submitting to one another in the church and what that looks like in our homes, what that looks like in our places of work, and what that looks like in our church. We talk about how we need to have a submission competition. And that means putting other people before yourself, putting other people's needs before your own, putting other people's uh, preferences before your own, that it, it's important to be humble and submit to one another because we love Jesus and because we love one another. Last week we talked about how we need to bear with one another. And sometimes we got to do that. Sometimes it's, it's not, we don't, we're not always going to get along in the church. We're not always going to like everybody. We're not always going to uh, like everyone. You may be sitting there looking at somebody right now going, I don't like them very much. I guess we can go to church together. Yeah, you can. But sometimes we need to bear with one another in the church. And, and we do that because we love Jesus and because we love one another. We may not always like each other, but we are commanded to love one another. And that means sometimes bearing with one another. And for today, we're going to talk about carrying each other's burdens. Have you ever heard of the phrase, many hands make light work? It was said by a man named John Haywood. He was a 16th century English playwright and poet and author. And I know it sounds kind of like some of you hear in the Bible, like in the book of Proverbs, many hands make light work. But it's not. It's, it's a, it was said by an Englishman in, in the 1600s. But it's true. Many hands make light work. That the more people who get involved, the more people who help out and carry the burden and carry the load, it makes it easier to carry. So whatever your burden is, it's important to enlist people to come alongside you and carry those burdens with you. And, and the Bible does bear out this uh, as well. It says in Ecclesiastes 4.12, it says, A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. There, three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. A triple-braided cord is not easily broken. And when we stand together, when we work together, when we come together, and we carry each other's burdens, uh, it, it makes it easier to do life. When we do life together, it makes it easier to do life. Okay? So we're going to look at a passage today from the book of Galatians. Now, I did a whole series on the book of Galatians earlier this year, but we're going to look at one specific verse from Galatians chapter 6. And uh, I want to set up the context for it and let you know a little bit about what Galatians is about. Galatians is a letter written from the Apostle Paul to the churches in Galatia. That is in modern-day Turkey. And uh, he wrote this letter to... Uh, kind of warn them about this idea of legalism. And legalism is when you follow rules in order to try and win God's favor. It's trying to follow all the rules and obey all of God's rules just so that he will forgive you and, and accept you. When, when in reality we are accepted and we are uh, forgiven by God's grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And so when it comes to this idea of legalism, you know, we all have these little rules that we think people should follow. It's like, you got to worship like me, or you got to look like me, you got to dress like me, you got to act like me, um, you know, and you got you to do things from my point of view and the way that I see them, and not necessarily from the way that God sees them. 
And when we, in the, in the churches at Galatia, they were having a, an issue with circumcision, that the Jewish Christians were telling Gentile believers that they needed to be circumcised before they could come to God, before they could come to Jesus. They need to become a Jew outwardly before they can become a Christian inwardly. And, and Paul says, no, that's not the case. We are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, not through circumcision, not through following the law of Moses, but rather uh, by God's gracious gift of salvation. So when it comes to this idea of carrying each other's burdens, we're going to look at Galatians 6, verses 1 through 5. Now, if you brought a Bible, great, turn to Galatians 6. If you didn't bring one, you can grab one out of the chair in front of you. It's on page 826 of that Bible. And I want to look at the first verse to kind of set up the context for Galatians 6. Uh, and then we'll look at the second verse and then verses 3 through 5 real quick. So Galatians 6, 1 says this. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself, or else you may be tempted. Now, when it comes to this idea of restoring each other gently, we're going to talk more about that in a few weeks, and this process of restoring one another uh, when we sin, and how we can restore one another. But for right now, we need to talk about how we can carry each other's burdens. But the very first burden that Paul talks about is this burden of sin. When someone is caught in a sin... They need to be restored gently, and we need to help carry each other's burdens of guilt, shame, and sin. Now, those aren't the only burdens that we carry, and this doesn't mean that we help each other sin. That's not what that means. But it means that we help carry each other's burdens so that we can overcome sin and temptation. Does that make sense? Okay. So, I want to talk about some other burdens, though, that we may need help carrying. We'll talk about those in just a second, because of what it says in verse 2. Galatians 6.2 says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. That the law of Christ is to love one another as he has loved us. And if we're going to fulfill that law of Jesus, one of the things that we need to do is we need to carry each other's burdens. So it's not just about uh, uh, accepting one another. It's not just about submitting to one another or bearing with one another. But there's also an element of carrying each other's burdens, whatever those burdens may be. And we're going to talk about a, a bunch of those different burdens in just a few moments. But I, I've been teaching, teaching you some Greek words along the way. The New Testament was written in ancient Greek, and I want to teach you another Greek word today, two more actually. And the one word I want to teach you is the word baros. And baros literally means a heaviness, a weight, a burden, or trouble. And, and this is what Paul says is that, that we need to carry, is each other's heaviness, carry each other's burdens, carry each other's weight, trouble carry each other's troubles. Wouldn't it be great if someone would come alongside you and say, hey, let me help you carry these troubles in life. That'd be wonderful. But see, we get so caught up trying to do life by ourselves and trying to do things on our own that we forget there are other people around us who can help us carry these burdens of life. So he says, carry each other's borrows. And the word for carry is the word Greek word bastazo. And bastazo literally means to take up with the hands, to carry, to support, or to sustain. And so in the church, we need to bastazo one another's borrows. We need to carry, to, to take up with our hands and, and to carry each other's burdens and troubles as only, as only we can in the church. So this is one of the things that we need to do as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, because Jesus loves us and because we love one another, we need to carry each other's burdens and troubles and in this way, we will fulfill the law of Christ to love one another as he has loved us. Now, in Galatians 6, 3 through 5, he also uses this word uh, 
in a different way. He says, if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Each one should test his own actions. Then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. For each one should carry his own load. Now you may be wondering, now wait a minute. Paul just said that we need to carry each other's burdens, but here he says we need to carry our own load. Well, the load that he's talking about in verses 3 through 5 is different than the burdens of life that we carry in verse 2. And in verse 3 through 5, he's talking about how we have a burden, we have a load to carry each as Christians to share our faith, to invite people to church, to tell people about Jesus and what a difference he's made in our lives. And that's something that only you can do. Only you can carry that load. Only you can tell people your story. Only you can share with people your story about the difference that Jesus makes in your life and the difference that GFCC makes in your life. And we encourage you, invite your friends to church. Invite your, uh, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your spouse to come to church with you. Uh, invite your neighbors and your relatives to come to church with you. And, and I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, sometimes people get nervous. It's like, well, I don't know if I can invite my friends to church. I don't know if I should. You know, I don't know if they're going to like it. And my question for you is this. Do you like it? Well, yeah, of course I like it. That's why I come here, right? If you like it, they're going to like it. Because it's awesome. This is a great church. It's a great place to come and worship. It's a great place to get involved. It's a great place to, uh, to uh, fellowship together and, and to, to do life together. And that's why we're doing this whole series of these heart matters of, of why we do life together. It's because we love each other here at GFCC, and there's always room for more. And we want to bring more people in to experience this incredible love of God and this incredible love of Jesus uh, that sent him to the cross to die for our sins and, and this unconditional love that he has for us. We want everyone to experience this kind of love. So you're more than welcome to bring your friends. Please do. Because I believe that the love they're going to feel here is going to change their lives, just like it's changed your life. So we have a load to carry. Each one should carry his own load, and that's sharing the gospel. That's spreading the good news about Jesus. That is the load that we all need to carry. But when it comes to carrying our burdens and our troubles, that's a different kind of load, and we need help carrying those. In Romans chapter 15, verses 1 through 3, check this out. This is what it says. Now we who are strong ought to bear, this that word, bastazzo, the weaknesses of those without strength, and not just please ourselves. Each of us is to please his neighbor for his good to his edification. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. And so in Romans, again, Paul reiterates this idea that we need to carry each other's weaknesses and carry each other's troubles and carry each other's burdens. That in those times, those places in our lives where we are weak and we are not strong, uh, that's when we need to help each other and carry those weaknesses and carry those burdens. And you may be thinking, well, what kind of burdens are you talking about, Sean? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because I have some burdens that I want to show you uh, that have that go along with this idea of, of the things that we need to carry. And, and uh, you know, some of these burdens are, are ones that you may experience. Some of these may not make any sense to you, but they may make sense to someone else. But I think there's all kinds of different burdens in life and lots of different troubles in life and sorrow and things like that that, that we can carry. And these are just some. You know, one of the kinds of burdens in life that, that we need help carrying is we may need some financial help carrying the, the burdens of life because finances can be a burden. You know, let's face it, it's hard to make ends meet. And sometimes we live paycheck to paycheck or, and paycheck to next paycheck. And uh, it's hard. Uh, and when our financial burdens uh, weigh heavy on us, uh, we don't know exactly how we're going to make ends meet. We don't know exactly how we're going to get through it. And we need help. 
We need someone to come alongside us and say, how can I help you with your financial burdens? And it's not necessarily a handout, but it could be, hey, I heard about this job. I heard about something going on. And, and, but financial burdens are real and, and they're hard. Or maybe a work, a work burden. If you don't have a job, you know, work is a burden. Trying to find a job is a burden. Or maybe if you're in the wrong job, if you're in a job that is going nowhere and you feel like things just aren't working out there, you know, that's a burden. And you need someone to help carry that burden with you. Debt, you know, debt is a burden. You know, we live under just this crushing weight of debt in our lives. And, and, and it's just, you know, student loans and mortgages and, and credit card debt and all those things. Yeah. Debt is a real burden, and it's hard to carry, you know? And, and, and then there's retirement. You know, do I have enough money to retire, retire on? Am I going to have enough money to retire on? You know, you need to identify your burdens and admit that you need help carrying them. That's the first thing you need to do. The first step you need to take is you need to identify your burdens and admit that you need help carrying them. So... Some of these are burdens that we need to help that we need help carrying, um, and uh, I've got more. Um, so when you uh, I are able to identify burdens such as these, you know, there's there's all kinds of burdens. Like I said, your first step: identify your burdens. Burdens like relationships. You know, relationships can be a burden, especially if you want to be in a relationship and you're not. Relationships can be a burden. And trying to figure out exactly what it is that you're supposed to, you know, who it is that you're supposed to be with. So relationships can be a burden. Friendships can be difficult sometimes. Friendships can be a burden. Friendships can be troublesome sometimes. You know, hey, why don't I have enough friends? Or why don't I have more friends? Or why do my friends let me down? Why do my friends turn against me? Why do my friends forsake me? You know, friendships can be a burden. <laughs> relationship with your spouse or your significant other, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You know, your relationships with these people are, can be troublesome and they can be a burden. Or maybe it's a relationship with an ex-spouse or an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend. Those relationships can be difficult to navigate. And so relationships can be a burden as well. Then there's other kinds of relationships that, that can be really burdensome. You know, all my uh, fellow parents out there, you know, parenting is a difficult relationship, and parenting can be a burden. Parenting can be troublesome. And, and, and not just, and sometimes it's, it's when you're parenting your kids, you know, and your kids can be, I don't want to call your kids a burden, but you know what I'm talking about, that, that you feel the weight of, bur of a burden when it comes to parenting your kids. You want to do the very best that you can. And how many of you parents feel like a failure from time to time? Or, you know, I know I do. I feel like a failure half the time. It's like, man, I'm a, I'm, you know, and, and I look at that little guy and I'm thinking, I don't know uh, what programs God is downloading into his brain that are overcoming from my shortcomings, uh, but they are because he's turning out great. And it's not because I'm a great dad. Uh, it's because he's got a great mom. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, when it comes to this idea of, of uh, identifying these burdens, you know, sometimes parenting our kids can be troublesome, and we need help. Or 
Maybe it's your situation with the grandkid, with your grandkids. You know, maybe some of you have your grandkids living with you, and your grandkids are, uh, you know, or, or you have a problem with the way your parent, with your kids are raising your grandkids, and you got a situation where it's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you're making that decision, I can't believe you're making that choice. Parents, support your kids in the way that they're raising your grandkids. But again, that can be a burden, that can be troublesome, or maybe your grandkids are living with you, and that's a burden that you feel, and that's a trouble that you're carrying in life. So when it comes to this idea of relationships, you know, there's all kinds of relationships in our lives that can be troublesome and can be a burdensome. And then finally, the last kind of trouble or burden that we may carry is religions. We have religious burdens. You know, there's all kinds of church baggage that comes along with, with religious burdens. And maybe you've got, you know, church baggage that you're carrying around from a church you grew up at or a church you used to attend. Or maybe you've never been to church before in your life, but you've heard this or that about churches and you brought some baggage with you to GFCC today or, or to GFCC recently. And there's some church baggage that you're carrying around and, and you don't know what to do with. Or maybe it's guilt and shame. Perhaps you feel a lot of guilt and shame over bad, bad decisions you made in the past, over poor choices you once made, and you feel guilt and shame uh, because of this, that, or the other thing. And, and the guilt and shame sometimes is just too much to bear, too much to carry by yourself. You need someone to help come alongside you and, and reassure you that you are forgiven and, and that it is okay, that you're going to be all right, and that God does forgive you and He does love you. Maybe it's temptation. Maybe there's some temptation in your life that you just can't shake. And it just over and over and over again, you feel the temptation come along and you give in. And you give in time and time again and it goes right back to that guilt and shame. You give in to the sin and then you feel guilty about it. And you don't know what to do with that shame. Or maybe it is a sin struggle. Maybe there's an addiction there. Maybe there's some kind of struggle with sin that just weighs and, and heavy on you and it eats at you. And you want to do better and you want to be better. And it just... It's just, you, it, you're struggling, and you're just struggling and struggling and struggling. So I have some steps that I think you need to take if you want to uh, get through some of these burdens, if you want to have other people help you carry your burdens. The first step is you need to identify your burden and admit that you need help carrying them. You need to identify your burdens and admit that you need help carrying them. And, and here's a whole bunch, and there's even more. There's even more. So step one, identify your burdens and admit that you need help carrying them. Step two, ask someone to help you carry your burdens. And again, this is hard, you know, because uh, you want to, uh, we want to keep things private, we want to keep things to ourselves, but when you're trying to carry all these burdens, when you're trying to pick up, you can't do it on your own. You can't make it through life on your own. Because carrying your own burdens leads to getting burned out. When you try to carry all your burdens, it leads to getting burned out. Step three, next step, uh, you need to help someone carry their burdens. That means you got to be, you have to be open and vulnerable uh, to let other people know that you need help carrying your burdens. But also, you need to be willing to help others. If they come to you and say, "Hey, can you help me carry this burden?" You got to say, "Yes, I will," because you are my brother, you are my sister in Christ, and I love you and I will help you carry this burden. 
And so when it comes to carrying each other's burdens, we fulfill the law of Christ when we did that. Now remember, if someone asks you to carry their burden, you are not their Savior. Jesus is their Savior. Jesus carried their cross so that you can help carry their burden. You don't have to carry anyone else's sin burden. You don't have to. Jesus already did it. Jesus paid it all. Like the old hymn says, Jesus paid it all. And so we don't have to carry uh, anyone else's cross because Jesus already did that so that we can help carry each other's burdens. And so whatever your burden is, whatever burden you're carrying today, whatever you came in with today, the first step, identify those burdens. Say, yep, I got these. I, I, I'm burdened. And, and, you know, it's one thing to put them in a wheelchair, these little uh, wheelbarrow, these little uh, foam. But if these were like concrete bricks and I tried to pick up, you know, 15 concrete bricks, I couldn't do that on my own. Believe me, I couldn't. No matter how much I work out, it ain't going to happen. I need someone to come along and, and, and take the other handle. So we can carry these burdens together. And so do you. You need someone to come alongside you and pick up the burdens and carry them along with you. Because you can't carry this all by yourself. And you can't lift that wheelbarrow by yourself. You need someone to come alongside you and carry your burdens with you. So that means admitting the fact that you need help. And then being vulnerable and open and allowing someone in to say, Yes, I, will, I, I need your help to carry these burdens because I can't do it on my own. And then, if someone comes to you and says, hey, can I help you carry these burdens? There's a couple rules that you've got to remember. One, is, one of which is, you've got to keep it confidential. If you know stuff about somebody else, don't use that against them. Instead, love them right through that, so that together you guys can get through these burdens. Together you can get through these troubles. And that you can carry one another's burdens. And that requires trust. And it requires confidentiality. It requires openness and vulnerability. But when we do this in the church, when we actually love one another so much that we carry each other's burden, we fulfill the law of Christ. We fulfill the law of Jesus to love one another as he has loved us with that unconditional, unlimited, unselfish kind of love that Jesus has for us and he demonstrated for us on the cross. And when we do that for one another, it speaks volumes about the love that that Jesus has for us. It speaks volumes about the love that Jesus has for the world. And it reminds us that we don't have to do this on our own. Because like I said earlier, carrying your own burden leads to getting burned out. And we don't want to see anybody get burned out here. We don't see anybody fall apart here. We want to help you, and we want to carry your burdens with you so that we can all make it home together.